0: Welcome everybody to our 53rd or 54th episode of Brownsville Tech Live and in the house tonight we've got our primary co-host Steve Rodriguez. Welcome back. Thank you very much Mr.
1: Salinas for
0: inviting me once again. (laughs) The reason I have
1: not been back is that some people actually have to work Well, I work, too. uh, 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 All right. Anyway, I just want to wish everybody, hopefully they had a Merry Christmas, and uh, tomorrow is New Year's, so whatever you guys do, be safe out there.
0: I know. It is New Year's Eve tomorrow, and I've got some special music. Ooh, hey, I want (laughs) to hear it. Happy New Year, everybody. (laughs) I'll lower the volume. So, anyway, what have you been up to? I said work, 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 and Uh, pay those Christmas bills. Oh, man. They shouldn't come due until next month. Hey, hey. They came due early. So,
1: you know, buy now, pay later. I know. Buy now and pay later.
0: I know. Especially with some of these... uh, you know, four pay plans. You know, they break them every two weeks. It's not like yes. pay them like yes. six months from now.
1: I know. I you know. Actually, surprisingly.
0: And so huh?
1: It's, they are so convenient.
0: I know. I know. I've used them quite a bit this past Christmas season, to be honest with you. Actually, I started using them since October. And they, they, they do become handy, you know. Uh... The the nice thing about it is you know that four months, I mean not four months, but four payments later, you're out of it. That's you're, it's done. It's done. Now, of course, you know, there's other companies like a firm that will let you go, you know, twelve months out and for maybe eighteen? Yeah. Or eighteen, you know, so any 18. bigger ticket item, um, you know, it's probably worth it. I've actually used I, a uh, firm for my pool supplies.
1: Alright. I used a firm. Remember that big freeze that we had? Yeah. All right. What and when people went um, to other countries and we had to stay home?
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I learned that I ordered oh, a generator.
0: You had to put politics into it. I didn't say I just said people. Right, hey, are, are you, you talking about doing? two particular individuals that went to Cancun? I don't know what you're
1: talking about, sir. <laughs> I don't know. what I just said people, all right, sir? All right. Hey. All right, anyway, going back to Why a Why did
0: you get too close to home on one of them?
1: <laughs> hey, hey, hey. hey In that way, it was not my intent. My intent is talking about all right, the home freeze that we had, and I ordered a generator through a firm was 18 months, was 0% interest. Wow. And my payment was $100 a month.
0: Wow. And on yeah. the generator, did you, uh, how many watts did you get it for?
1: Um, and the biggest and the baddest that they had at that time. Yeah. Right? And I got propane and gasoline.
0: So which one have you both. tried, the gasoline or the propane? Both. Oh, wow. Both. And both of them were like a charm. Wow. Well, I've been, Still, you know, on the fence about the about the the generator, but I'm probably gonna have to get one here in, in the spring. But I have a pool cleaner I have to buy first, which is a little right. bit more important. So right, 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 you know, right, right, right. So anyway, so, all right, guys, What's our what's our show about tonight? Well, our show is for those of you who got a brand new TV. I'm pretty sure you got one. It's probably sitting in the box somewhere, and you're still trying to figure out whether you're going to mount it or put it on a TV stand. So, I don't know if you were yeah, one of the tell lucky ones. Did you she was getting
1: me a TV? Huh? Huh? Did Nancy tell you she was getting me a TV?
0: No, but I figured you would.
1: No, uh, no. No TV this year.
0: Well, no, I didn't get a TV. Uh, at least I didn't buy one, but I am getting a hand-me-down no no stone hey how you big know, 65 whoa yeah
1: nobody loves you man
0: i know i'm a good boy
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't believe that
0: one i'm a good son-in-law oh oh <laughs> uh. oh god uh, yeah all right anyway <laughs> anyway uh so what can i say um But, no, I don't have it yet. So, anyway, uh, what was I going to tell you? So, basically, you know, for those of you out there that have gotten a brand new TV, it's still sitting in the box. There's a couple of things that you want to consider when you want to mount it on a wall or if you want to put it on a TV stand. So... The main thing in this process is basically, you know, the biggest thing is um, location, location, location. Did you see my, my new animated graphic down yes, there? nice. Hey. <laughs>
1: yeah. In. You're
0: yeah, moving so, up with the world. I know. I know. Pretty soon there will be all kinds of stuff flying. But, Ooh. uh You know, we're going to give a few quick tips. I mean, we're not the Geek Squad. And by the way, there's going to be an opportunity to vouch for the Geek Squad. But uh, we'll get to the last slide on that one. So basically, location, location, location. That's the important thing. Um, You want to be able to... um, look at location as a very important thing. And I'm going to go ahead and flip real quick to our slide here and we'll talk. Hey, do we have a theater? Actually, the theater's gone away since the last time you are on. Yeah, yeah. Doug Doug didn't like it anymore. I didn't approve those changes, sir. I know, I know. But, I didn't approve
1: of uh, those changes, so He was
0: late. He was working hard while you were playing hooky. <laughs> well,
1: you know, some people have to work.
0: I know. He's retired, so he doesn't have things to worry about. All so, right. So basically, the main thing is location. And I'll go ahead and talk about that first. You want to pick the right location. So one of the things that a lot of people don't realize... Is the proportion of the, the the TV versus the wall? So what that's you that's a big word. I know proportion, right? Yeah, so, man. So basically, what you want to do is you want to make sure that your TV's right in the center. Okay, that means to the right it should be X amount of inches, and to the left it should be X amount of inches. And that's not Are always we talking about TV. Yeah, we're talking about TV. Oh, all, right, all right, all right, all right. No. You know, so no, we're talking about TVs. So one of the things that a lot of people, uh that it happens to a lot of people, they go out and buy a 65-inch, a 75-inch, an 80 Or they inch. get it given to them by their father-in-law. Right, right. Yeah, some of us are lucky. Right. But <laughs> mm-hmm. like I said, I haven't seen it yet. So, uh-huh. you, know, you know. But anyway, uh what happens is they go to the store and they see this big TV and then they come home and they bring the TV, they take it out of the box and they find out when they're about to mount it or they mount it, the TV doesn't look as big as the wall, you know? And unfortunately that's one of the things we do have to talk about is, you know, the bigger the inches, the better it is to avoid that disappointment. I remember back when I used to work for a previous company, you know, you we ha- yeah, I actually worked, you know, oh, wow. somewhere on site, you know. Wow. And what we did is we had this big theater s- screen, okay, that we used for the PowerPoint meetings and stuff like that. And it was huge. So you could actually project quite a bit. Well, During that time period, you started seeing companies uh, switching over to TVs in their conference rooms. And one of the very first things that I told somebody is you're going to be disappointed because once you put that TV on the wall, it's going to look small. Period. It's going to look small. And so just a tidbit that I didn't include in the slide is – the bigger you can afford the better so that you avoid the disappointment because it's going to be small compared to the wall unless the wall is small or slightly small so but the location's important not just because of size it's also about viewing angle and if you get an led tv you're not going to get a viewing angle to the right or to the left at an angle LED TVs are made to be viewed straight ahead. So, one of the things you have to consider is how you position your furniture with regards to your guests with regards to viewing angle. Because if you get an LED TV, you're not going to, the people on the side are not going to see it as well as the person sitting in the front. So, that's uh, tip number one. And then the other, so thing you to sit c- your guests on the left and the right, and you sit in the middle, pretty much, yeah. All right, just yeah. Just, just, all right. So then the next thing you have to consider is the windows in your room, and that's because of the glare and the sun the exposure. You know, yes. nothing sucks more than mounting a TV somewhere and all this light is coming in, so you can't see what you thought you could see before. You'll have to incorporate curtains but not just any curtains you want to incorporate curtains that actually block the light like i've got these pink curtains over here uh, pink. uh i don't know where they came from but they were uh, in my okay. daughter's room but they blocked the light uh, you so, ahead, yeah so they you'll have to incorporate blo- light blocking curtains in order to block out the light
1: yeah have you mounted any TVs yourself?
0: Yeah, I have quite a bit of quite a bit of a, on the wall. On the wall, yeah.
1: I have never mounted any TVs on the wall. Well, I always have the TV stand.
0: You know, I'm very picky when it comes to mounting. You know, I like to mount things proportionately. I don't like to see the TV off one way or the other. Uh, <laughs> that really bothers me. That's the very first thing that I notice when I go into anybody's house. Is how they have the, TV the, the Chonito más. No, 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 Chonito. It's just that, you know, those things are catch my eye right away, you know. Uh, nosy. nosy. Nosy nosy nosy. I but mean, that's all right. I used to mount a lot of them at one of the other places I worked too. You know, medical dashboards. So we use TVs as big monitors for medical dashboards and you know, I was very picky when it came to how those TVs were mounted and how they were mounted. And the big thing, as you already know from past podcasts, is I don't like cables, right? especially when it comes to a TV. Nothing irks me more than seeing a nice TV, and then you've got the electrical cable coming down, and then you've got the cable wire coming down. And in fairness to most people – the houses are not wired for this kind of stuff. I mean, nobody anticipated, you know, years ago that houses were going to have flat screen TVs on walls, you know. So the houses are not made that way. So it's important that you kind of plan ahead when it comes to the cables, whether it's cable TV, whether it's the HD antenna cable coming for the HD antenna, the HDMIs, and, and we'll talk a little bit about how many HDMIs. You want to at least have four HDMIs cables coming from the TV down to, well, from the source to the TV. Because you've got cable boxes, you've got video game consoles. There may be somebody who still uses a DVD or a Blu-ray player. Um, you also want to consider audio cables. You know, do you want to have RCA component uh cables, that's the red and the white cables? Do you uh. want do you want to um also consider, you know, uh optical cables cuz you know some of the TVs have an optical in and out, you know, or do you want to stick with the HDMI sound that comes through the regular, you know, HDMI? But those things are important. So if you want your TV not to have cables, then you've got to run wires appropriately. If you're good with electricity, a lot of times you can do it yourself. Uh, But if you're not comfortable with electricity, I suggest you get somebody to do it for you that knows what they're doing. Because one of the things that can happen is the wrong wiring set a certain way. Um, can cause a short, it'll damage your equipment. I think that's what happened to our TV in the bedroom. There was a short, and of course, yours truly uh, ran the wires himself. So I maybe- have
1: another theory of what happened with that TV, but I cannot mention it on 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 the podcast. But- uh, okay. That's all right. That's all right. All right?
0: So So location, location, location is very, very important. So
1: you're saying center mass, all
0: right? You know, same
1: inches from the left, same inches from the right, right? And that way, you'll be able to view it. What about the plasma TVs or any other TVs?
0: Well, you know, plasma. I seriously doubt they're they're selling any more plasma TVs, but but for
1: those of us that are poor still has a plasma one.
0: You can't. Uh, you shouldn't have a plasma TV. Uh, in these, why not? It's I don't have a problem in all. That's gonna be a TV, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's not <laughs> a plasma TV, by the way. So. Uh, oh, 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 all right, all right, all right, all right. And right, you. <laughs> all right. So the location's very important. I mean, there's no doubt. You know, you don't want to put it near windows. You want to make sure how you position your furniture, and so forth. So one of the things that you also need to consider is your eye level. If you're going to center the TV on the wall or you put it on a tabletop stand like it is right there, you want to make sure that your TV is set to eye level. And one of the things I think you've noticed especially on the internet and a lot of home improvement shows is this notion of putting the TV on top of the fireplace. Now, granted yes. here, they're in Brownsville. We don't uh, have two you're houses the with pr- fireplaces and those they, that do, they're kind of fake, but sorry, Doug, but yeah, you're one of those people. <laughs> shot fired, shot fired. He said but, it doesn't mean, you know, but One of the things that is important is that you want to make sure that your eye level and your TV are at the same level because you're going to have issues not only with viewing, but you're also going to have issues with your neck. I mean, have you ever gone to the movies? You get there late and it's a hot movie and you can't find a seat anywhere, so you have to sit in the front row. And then watch the movie like this. And after about 20 minutes, your neck hurts. Well, that's I've exactly. I've heard of it. Yeah. So that exactly is what happens, you know, even in the home environment. You know, they mount these TVs on top of the fireplace. And the next thing you know, they've got to go see a chiropractor because their neck is hurting, you know.
1: They're yep, always so,
0: They're always looking up. So the chart says here that the TV needs to be at centered at eye level and no greater than 42 inches from the center of the TV down to the floor. That's the golden rule. So, um, you know, if, and Where did you get all this information from? What source? Oh, just me and my magic hats. Oh, all right, all right,
1: all right. I reveal your sources. All right, all right.
0: You know, so that's one of the things you want to consider, you know. Now, when it, and of course, we're not going to talk too much about the TV mounted on the TV stand. We're not, what basically here is we're focusing on mounting these TVs on walls. And by the way, I don't know if you noticed, but I don't have the comments on. So if anybody wants to comment, you can still comment, but I'm not going to display it. We've had a few hackers uh, in the last couple of shows that have tried to interject some porn (laughs) over YouTube. So uh, because I don't want to be controlling the messages at the same time, I decided to turn it off for tonight. So if you want to comment or you've got a question, you can still post it on Facebook or YouTube. And we'll actually send a a response back to you after the show. But unfortunately, because we still don't have that uh, control yet from YouTube, we kind of have to monitor those comments, uh, you know, moving forward. It was set on auto, and I just can't allow that anymore. So, Um, But anyway, so that's eye level is pretty important. You know, eye level is pretty important. Uh It is a big deal, you know, when it comes to... Hey, but, all right, gang. Uh-huh.
1: You and me are average height. Yeah. What about those people that are not average height? Being low or high, all right? So when they said it at their eye level, it's going to be to yours and my eye level.
0: Well, theoretically... It's the legs on a human being I think that dictate the height. I don't think from the from the waist to the to the base of the neck that it's any longer or not. I don't think so. I mean I I'm not a doctor. I'm not an expert in anatomy. But I would think that everybody's base to you know, where your belly button is, I think everybody's about the same. It's, I think it's the legs and the arms and maybe the neck that are right. different. Right. So maybe it's thinking, not a what big deal.
1: Somebody, what is somebody's six foot five, six foot seven, all right? You know, or somebody's
0: one. What's that chingado? all right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, all right, now, all right. I mean, what else um, can I say? You know, I what can I say, you know? But uh, one of the things you want to also look at that is pretty important, once you figure out what wall and once you figure out the the level, you want to look for some other important things. And one of the things is you want to look out for the studs. Is that me? <laughs> Stud. And of course, you know, you want to be able to mount your mounting bracket against a stud a physical stud in the wall the last thing you want to do is to use those anchors and try to connect that and there's people that have done that thinking that the wall will hold well it's not going to hold you know so a lot of times the in the old days you know the old maestros used to use the knock on the wall and if it sounds hollow it's there's nothing there but if it sounds a little harder. It's there, and there. that's where you you do that. But you don't have to go that route anymore. You can get yourself a, a stud finder. They're about fourteen dollars, th- you know. Yeah, and, and they do a pretty good job. The only place that they don't work is if you have a popcorn ceiling. You're not gonna find that. It's it's not gonna be very successful to find the studs. I had to do that one time when I installed in-ceiling speakers. Um, I was trying to find the way the rafters went. And I literally had to dig a test hole, and kind of stick like my cell phone camera to see exactly where where the thing was, where the rafters were going. But I got it. It's just that it's not easy. Of course, I could have gone to Harbor Freight and gotten one of those little probe camera things. That would be the easy thing to do. But uh, one of the things is you want to be able to use a stud finder. Those really work, and they do find, and typically uh, what it is is it detects the edges of the stud, not the actual stud itself. So depending on which direction you go to, you'll pinpoint the left side and the right side of the stud. So in between those two marks is the actual stud. So, uh, I've got a couple of these and they work great. Um, I don't think I could live without them. Otherwise, I would have had all kinds of holes in the wall. Of course, my wife says that I still make holes in the wall you you still know, that, I don't, that I don't ever cover back, you know. So, and that may be true, but that's pretty important. Now, what happens if you have a situation where your mounting bracket or your mounting bracket is shorter than the stud or there's not enough stud because in residential it's every 16 inches there's a stud. So typically that's the rule but as you know the home builders don't always follow that. So what happens in a situation where you don't have that but you need the stability? Well one of the things you can do is you can go buy yourself a three quarter inch plywood And I had to do that for my daughter's computer monitors when I was mounting them. I didn't have enough studs, and the brackets were smaller. So I literally put a three-quarter inch plywood, cut it to size, bolted it down to the studs, and then that gave me wiggle room to move back and forth to position it. In either case, the three-quarter inch plywood was behind the monitors, or in this case, the TV, so you'd never see it. At the place that I used to work for, we ran into that situation, but we all—it also was a benefit because we could actually mount like the small form-factor PCs behind it. We could put the mount the electrical power sockets, and at the end of it all, you couldn't see anything. And if you can color match the paint. People won't even notice it. So there's different ways you can hide this stuff. So one um, of the things that, uh, you know, a lot of people say, well, what, what kind of mounting bracket do I use? Well, there's actually three, tri- t- three types, believe it or not. Um, there's actually three types of TV wall mounts. And if there's a flat, there's a tilt, and there's a turn and that the flat is the best uh excuse me the the flat is the best tv wall mount for a smart flat screen tv that's going to be in a central location that means you're not going to wiggle it if you're not going to wiggle it up or down or left or right the tv stays where it's at there's no tilting back and forth so for a flat you want you wanna do that. And by and by the way, I have my pictures wrong. This one's the flat and this one's the tilt. So, so somehow oh, I, I was
1: gonna I, say something about that. No, I better not. Yeah,
0: yeah, I just noticed it right now. But yeah, so this would be an example of a flat. It just lays flat. The one that I have in my bedroom, that is a flat. There's really no need I don't to... know. I've
1: never been to your bedroom before. So yeah, I, I know.
0: know, I know. Good All thing right. you have it you know so yeah, yeah yeah,
1: and you you have a, a mounting holder but you don't have a tv so
0: no i do have the tv the broken one's still there i don't know how i'm going to get rid of it but anyway so you have the flat and like i said that's for tvs that are just going to be stationary then you have those that are the tilt and those are good when you want to counteract reflections or sunlight And the picture at the top is an example of a tilt uh, mount, wall mount. It, you know, goes up and down for the most part. Now, a lot of times you also can uh, look at a turn wall mount, okay? And that one gives you not the ability just to tilt up and down, but it allows you to move the TV, you know, above you know right and left and to certain angles so there's an advantage to using those TVs the problem with that is that you're not going to be able to put a very heavy TV on one of those because as you can see it's just one thing to a stud so you know but those are the three types primarily there's flat, there's tilt, there's churn, and I've used all of them. And do you know the price? Well, you can get some for as low as, you know, 30 bucks on Amazon and they go they go all the way up, you know. You know, if you go to Best Buy, you know, they may sell you something that's expensive and may include some cables along the way. Um, there's all kinds of different varying types and prices. But to be honest with you, it really doesn't matter because it's not really the ma- the wall mount that matters. It's how secure it is to the wall. right? Uh, that's really the important thing. I've got different mounts. I've even got ceiling mounts that I've used outside. Uh, but they all work the same way. The main thing is you want to be able to use you know uh, a, a stud or something that will hold that tv in place that's pretty important if you don't yes. start there you're, you're just asking for trouble so but regardless of the mounts and the studs and the wall i mean what do you actually need to get started well you know one of the things is you definitely Never want to go in dry. <laughs> My intention <What>, there. <laughs> well, what I mean by that is you don't want to just go with a screwdriver and a hammer like a lot of people do. There's a couple of tools that'll make life easier. And but there are times that people do what they do with you know as little as possible. I mean that magic works. <laughs> It's worked for millennia. (laughs) But having the right tools helps. And one of the things you definitely want to start off with is a tape measure. You do not want to go and measure, take a a 12, a, uh, what is it? An eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper and use that as a ruler. You don't want to do, you don't want to do the old, the Mexican thing of got go, Pied for pie, thinking that you're, you know, six foot. You're six inch, or is it? No, it's six. Yeah, it's six inch foot is going to be the same as a ruler, you know. But uh, you definitely want to get a tape measure and one at least fifty feet, so that you know you can measure correctly. You can also use a laser pointer as well. Uh, Those come in handy uh, when it comes to leveling and stuff like that. Like I mentioned before, you definitely want to get a stud finder. Uh, You know, if you're good at hearing and you can do the old knock, well then, you know, go at it. You know, knock yourself out, as they say. But there's no reason to do that. It's a $14 device. You put a 9-volt battery in and it works like a charm you'll you'll find those studs one way or the other so the other thing that comes in handy unless you want to get arthritis is a cordless drill or a cordless screwdriver drill i mean if you're want to be pretty strong and use the old screwdriver uh, go at it but that comes in pretty handy as well you know you also want to get yourself some drill bits you know uh, it does make a difference, you know, if you're, if you, if the shaft of your screw is actually, and don't think anything else about that, if the shaft of your it. screw is a, is a certain size, well, you know, they've got huh. a, a drill bit for it, you know. The last thing you want to do is uh, try to screw something into a small hole, you know. So. All right, continue. Right. Yeah. Do- anyway. So, anyway. So the other thing, the the, the other thing. This is a family show. It is a family show. I'm talking technicalities here. I haven't All even. Right. I mean, this is not Tim Tool time. Pamela Anderson All isn't right. going to come out, jump out of somewhere, you know. All <laughs> right. You- so anyway, the other thing, especially when you're securing the bracket, the wall mount, is you're probably going to get these bolts. They're not going to be screws. They're going to be bolts. So what you want to do, instead of using an old wrench, you want to get yourself... Excuse me, I'm sorry. I got ahead of myself. The other thing you want to do, in addition to the drill bits, is you want to get yourself a good set of screw bits. That's pretty important, too. Uh, The other item that's really important is a leveler. The last You want to make sure that your level... Yeah, that your wall mount is level and the only way you can accomplish that oh look at hash brownies right there yeah sorry yeah lucky's sorry. right here somewhere hey Lucky. Right. <laughs> yeah there he is <laughs> yeah he's a guest today oreo somewhere downstairs All right. All righty. but Go. uh basically you know you don't want to do it alojo you know seeing if something's straight the best way is just get yourself a leveler if it says it's straight it's straight if it's right in the middle it's right in the middle even though sometimes it'll say that it's in the middle and it's not really in the middle you know and that's because the houses tend to shift and stuff like that so right. sometimes that can happen but you still want to use a leveler at any and all uh possible and of course as I mentioned when you're securing the wall mount to the wall you're gonna use bolts they're gonna come with bolts and so for that you can use an old wrench like an Allen wrench but that's gonna take you a while so you wanna invest in a good socket set so that you can actually get those uh, bolts into the wall because you'll have to drill the 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 hole first and typically it's a quarter, it's a one-fourth inch uh, drill bit that you'll use for the actual um, bolts that go to the wall and of course the last thing is you want to look at getting yourself a shop vac or borrowing a shop vac you know because after you're drilling into the wall you know you're gonna have all that dust residue from the from the drywall and if you run into situations with wood you know you want to be able to clean all that up but you definitely as the topics as the title says you don't want to go in dry you want to have that
1: i think you forgot one thing in that
0: what did i forget an extra person an extra person yes that is true well in the old days, in the old days you're right, you needed an extra person to help you mount. But, you know, TVs lately have become lighter. You know, they're really? actually they're actually lighter now. Once you take the the what is it? The the desktop thing, they typically are lighter, but it always helps to have a secondary person to help you mount uh the tv that's not to say that you can't mount it yourself but it always helps to have an extra person available to to help during the mounting you know i'm going to try to mount my tv here this weekend myself i know that the tv i have right now mounted to the wall is heavier than the tv that i'm getting So, uh, uh, I'm going to, I am going to need help bringing that thing down. And of course, as you know, it's my bedrooms are upstairs, so that's going to be a little bit more complex, but yeah, definitely it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it's not a bad thing to have somebody there with you, but I've seen some guys, I've seen some guys, uh, you know what's wrong, Lucky? No, no, no. You be it. Why is he boy. growling? I know. I don't know what he's growling about. What's wrong? What's wrong, Lucky? Yeah, he's our he's our guard dog. He guards the family, right, baby boy? Awesome. Family. Yeah, I know you do. Here, go. So, um, so yeah, you know, it helps, but you know, this process isn't difficult. I mean, I think the hardest thing for me has always been the leveling, you know, because I'm pretty picky when it comes to how something looks. I mean, nothing irritates me more than seeing that something, you know, that I missed it by an inch or two. And for most people, it doesn't matter, you know, but for somebody like me, it It matters. It bothers me for whatever reason. I mean, it's like the the monitors that I have here, you know, in front of me, there's like maybe a centimeter gap between both monitors, and I can't seem to get it tight as much as I want. I don't want to see the gap, but I've kind of just like don't look at it anymore, but sometimes I sit here and my... OCD kicks in and I'm like, I don't like that gap. And then my work monitors back here, well, they're not the same size and they functionally work, but I just don't like the fact they're not the same size. It it just, it irritates me, you know, I don't know why it just does, you know, so.
1: My neighbor told me a couple weeks ago that he was mounting a TV and he missed the studs. So he went, moved a little bit to the left And he missed the studs again He did the old-fashioned way So his wife said, leave it alone
0: <laughs> Wow
1: He didn't have a so, stud finder? No, Nope He was doing it the old-fashioned way
0: Oh my gosh You know so
1: Finally, he said he got it right And he never went back Hovered up the whole zoo <laughs>
0: Well, you know, the thing about it is if the holes are behind the TV, because nobody will ever see them, you know. But, you know, if you're somebody that, you know, doesn't care, you know, what's behind it, it's one thing. But for me, for whatever reason, I go through that process. I go through that problem, you know, where it bothers me. And even when I've had to take a shortcut, And I've had to take shortcuts. The mere fact that I've had to take a shortcut bothers me. Because even though I've cosmetically concealed the problem and nobody else sees the problem, you know, um, the mere fact that I know that it's there, it's a problem. And sometimes I won't sleep. It'll bother me. You know, it's crazy. I, I, I don't know why. You know.
1: Some people are that way. Well, it's like
0: it's it's like right now. One of the things that I'm trying to do is I'm trying to monitor the shows via my mixer, and that's the right way to do it. But for the entire year, my monitoring is coming from the computer. And so a lot of times what happens is I start noticing that my voice, there's a delay. You don't hear the delay. Nobody else does, but I hear it on the headset. And what that causes, there's actually a psychological thing that occurs. It happens with people that are on TV all the time, and they're in the music industry, that it causes a reaction where your voice your talk is delayed so um what i've been trying to do is to try to get everything into the mixer but i haven't been too successful but it's been bothering me i ordered some cables today to get the audio routed into the mixer so i don't have this problem but a lot of times you know uh you know my My wife will tell me, well, why? Why are you talking that way? You don't sound that way in real life. It seems like you have a speech impairment. And I said, no, it's not me. It's well, it is me, but it's the mind playing tricks and preventing my voice from like last night. You know, I was up at one o'clock in the morning for that launch. And i kid you not i was so tired and i wish spacex would stop launching stuff at one o'clock in the morning but i was on last night and i kid you not if you look at that video my voice there was a lot of stuttering a lot of pausing but it was because i was tired and then this constant delay on the monitoring has been been bothering me and so um you know it's one of those things so it it's so this problem that I'm trying to solve. I've been trying to solve it for weeks, and even though it's not really a problem, it's a problem for me, <laughs> you know. So maybe, maybe I need a good psychiatrist or something. To maybe, get, maybe know. I don't know, it's just weird. Mm-hmm. But anyway, like I said, I didn't get a 75 inch TV this year, I didn't get an 80 but i was fortunate enough to be offered a 65 inch tv that i'm thankful for it and um, my job this weekend is to mount it using the mount that i have now because that's a pretty sturdy mount so i don't think i'm gonna have an issue there but what i'm thinking i'm gonna have to do is i'm gonna get a surge protector to put behind the wall that's powerful enough so that if there is a spike, uh, it doesn't damage the equipment like it did the last time because I think that's what happened, you know. At the end of the day, you know, you do want to get good surge protection. You know, APC is a pretty good brand. You know, most of these companies, when you buy their surge protectors, they guarantee uh, protection on any equipment you connect for like X amount of years, like five years. So, if your TV burns while they're connected to the surge protector, they'll actually replace it in case it yeah. gets damaged. So, uh, now how long that replacement takes, I have no idea because I haven't heard of anybody that actually filed a claim with APC. But they've got X amount of years or I don't know. I think it was like power or something. So that's something I didn't mention here. But yeah, definitely your surge protection is pretty important. I mean, here in the U.S., for the most part, we have very uh, controlled power. You know, we know that we plug something into the wall. We're going to get 110 and 110. But if you... You know live in other countries like mexico you know the power can vary so in addition to the search protector you want to get a voltage regulator that you can then set to 110 so regardless of what comes down the pipe you know high or low you're always going to get 110 i mean i right. i ran into a situation back you know several years ago when i worked for another company where I, we bought all these PCs for a, one entire department and the power supplies on those PCs were not as robust as they are now. And we started plugging them in and one by one, the power supplies were popping, boom, 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 boom. And end result, it was because the electricity wasn't regulated to a certain level. So we had to, over there, the regulators that we use were, were called Variacs. And what basically happened is you set it if you want 110, whatever comes in the pipe gets regulated to 110. So if you live outside the US, you also want to look at getting a voltage regulator just to protect your equipment. So, right you know, but anyway, did you get yourself a new TV? This holiday?
1: No. Um, I've been with my TVs for the past 10 years. Yeah. So, no TV this year.
0: Well, believe it or not, I mean, we haven't had, you know, new TVs in a long time. I mean, as you know, they, they work and they work forever. And, you know, I mean, most of us have more than one TV in the house. So, if one drops dead, we just go watch TV in the other with the other one. And of course, now with streaming, well, you know, you can do that over your tablet, your phone, your computer. Mm -hmm. So it's not like a big deal anymore, but, you know, I really don't know, you know, where it's going to go in the future. I mean, you know, are we going to see 90-inch TVs, 100-inch TVs? I mean, I think eventually what's going to happen is we're going to end up having holographic or projection systems. Yes, yes. So, you physically will not even have anything on the wall or anything. you know, I think that's where we're headed um uh, you know, down the road so but anyway, yeah, this is basically our last episode for the year. Wow. I wanna thank you personally for sticking with me for all this time. <laughs> I know it's not always easy, and you're and you know the schedules are kind of tough and You know, we've brought Doug along, and he's been a pretty good resource when it comes to Apple and some of the other things, you know. You know, the show's kind of grown, you know, from what we started, you know, back in November of 2022. I mean, we just started Black Friday specials, and we evolved into a technology show, and now we're covering SpaceX 24-7, our our shows are averaging a pretty good viewership count. So I want to thank you because, you know, without you being there, you know, we wouldn't be here today. Um, you know, I want to thank Doug too, you know, uh, you know, he's contributed quite a bit, yes, you know, we've got a new year coming up, so it's, it's going to be another year of hopefully fun and excitement again, where we should have, Some more uh, shows with different content, you know. Um, And of course, you know, we've got our SpaceX coverage that's going to continue moving forward. Uh, And who knows? Who knows where we're going to take this? You know, we've got a political season coming up at the city level. Mm -hmm. So you're going to see a few of my friends... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Start appearing again, you know. So um, I'm going to be extending invitations here shortly for that as well. So we've got a lot going on, and like I said, we've we've managed to you know do well. And 54 shows later, we're still here, you know, and we're on That's the more good than part,
1: t- Dan. yeah. That's the good part. All right, you I- We have managed, and I want to thank you for having me on the show. There's many more people that are more qualified, all right? I don't want to get sentimental, but hey, all right, more qualified, all right? And have more knowledge. But you picked an everyday person.
0: Hey. right. And I want to thank you for that. You know, I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, it's not just... It's not just all about technology, and that's what I've tried to to get to is that it's more than just technology. But I wanted it to be different from the beginning. I didn't want well, it, it to be. Different. I didn't want it to be just like everybody else that's out there, you know, with drama and gossip and innuendo. I wanted to be. I wanted it to be educational. I wanted it to be informative. Because at the end of the day, what we're trying to do is we're trying to give people some insight in how technology could change their lives. And not only that, but we have a lot to be grateful for in the area. You know, we've got a lot of opportunities that are popping, even though you hear certain sectors say that everything's bad. It's not bad. And, uh... I think we've done better than most when it comes to marketing this city and looking at everything that we've got going for it and if we can yes, we can lay that foundation for the future, it'll be something that our kids and our grandkids and hopefully our great grandkids will be able to appreciate One day. One you know, day, sir. One day. yeah. I mean, a hundred years from now, when you and I are gone, these videos are still going to exist out there somewhere.
1: Somewhere they'll be somewhere, and hey, somebody's going to search that, I and mean us, and yeah. it, well, oh, yeah. and who's that other person with them? <laughs> like, oh, that was his best friend, right? <laughs> so yeah, you know. Like, um, I do want to wish everybody a happy new year. I know a hey, uh, 2022 has been tough for some, has been great for others. Right. Hopefully, twenty twenty three will bring you guys, you know, what you guys need—not necessarily want, but the needs. Right. There's a difference between a want and a need. Right. Right. In my opinion, yeah. You know, and health is number one.
0: Yeah. Health. It is. You know, at the at the end of the day, you know, we've got nothing but our health and our friends and our families. Yes. And that's really what we've got to, you know, focus on, you know, the last several years, you know, we've been through hell and back, you know, together, really, we've lost a lot of friends and family along the way. And yeah, we definitely need to need to count our blessings because there are many blessings. You know, I don't think that, if COVID hadn't happened, we wouldn't be sitting here today in front of the camera. And I think that-
1: Um, That is true because before COVID, it was different. Yeah. right. It was different. COVID brought you to a place where you had to be in front of a camera. Yeah. Speaking to your coworkers, speaking to your boss, speaking to your friends, your family. I attended several meetings via zoom yeah. for my motorcycle association yeah i'm like wow never before have we done that yeah right meetings after meetings after meetings right just going over stuff you so, this this is something that i think is here to stay
0: yeah
1: and in my opinion it's pretty good
0: yeah i think opinion. so i think so
1: once again, Happy New Year to everybody. Yeah. Right. Hopefully we have a prosperous New Year. Be safe out there. Don't do anything crazy or stupid. All right. Uh, remember, big brother is always watching.
0: Yep. Especially those with badges. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't think yep. I could have said it any better. But everyone, thank you for... St- watching us for an entire year, tuning in to the shows that you thought mattered. And we've got plenty more to go this coming year. And we hope that everyone has a great New Year's Eve and a great and prosperous New Year. And we will see you next week
1: <laughs> again.
0: So yes, sir. thank you. Thanks everybody for watching and have a good night.